because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. Oh. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Boy, this is always a challenge. It's always hunting season. It's always hunting season. Mom! Dad! Grandpa's sleeping! He's in his room packing his suitcase! Packing? Herman, you go right upstairs and stop him! Now, Lily, Lily, uh, this is just part of a big bluff he's putting on. He's acting very silly. I think he's in his second childhood for the third time. <laughs> sure, Mom. You shouldn't worry too much about a poor, feeble, broken-down old man. Going out in the cold, cruel world and cashing in his chips. Where did you hear that? Grandpa! Hello and welcome to another amazing episode of The Monster Hunters. The only show that dares to shun every piece of new content that gets, it's probably entertaining and worth your time. To watch a 60-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. I am Derek, and I am a monster hunter. And joining me, as always, is Keith. Hello, hello. My name is Keith. I am also a monster hunter. How you doing, Keith? I am good. I'm good. It's been nice. a good day. I'm relaxed. I've, I've done some good hunting already. Oh, well... And uh, I'm 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 ready to it sounds dive promising. right in. Keith has a cheese sandwich. He hunted down, and now he's ready to hunt or mm-hmm. to talk about the hunt. Yeah. Well, it was, it was a monster cheese sandwich. A monster cheese sandwich, and to <laughs> my other side that is will will stay away from the corny ass puns. I hope is the Dr. Dre of Kansas, Terry. Hello. Yes, you see me here in the other corner. There's just a mysterious top hat playing oh, there. What oh, mysterious top hat floating? When, when a hand comes crawling out and I appear, my voice echoing out. Yeah, like a magician. A magician. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> you want a cheese sandwich? Oh, here? yeah, yeah. Well, what kind is it? Monster. Oh. <laughs> Delicious. I'm well, surprised. I just, I just finished the monster. I got. I have. Uh, I have cheddar here as well. I'm, just, I'm surprised it took Keith 14 episodes to say that. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so am I. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Munster Cheese. Oh, the only cheese with a little red ring around the outside. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, how you guys doing? <laughs> Pretty good. How are you, Derek? Oh, man. I, I'm going to tell you what. After last episode, I was like, whew, I don't know if I can handle, you know, I, I feel maxed out on episodes about Grandpa leaving home. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if I can handle that much more excitement. Um, and then lo and behold, here we go. We got an episode that's literally called <laughs> Grandpa Leaves Home. Yeah, yeah. The, the premise is in the title right there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's simplicity right there. That's uh, efficient. Hey, guys, we have a, we have a concept for a show. It's about a, 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 a Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. And his, uh, his father-in-law is either inventing stuff or threaten to leave we're leaving <laughs> he's constantly feeling slighted isn't he yeah he is i mean he is uh he is petty as can be oh god and, yeah and um yeah he just seems to be very much like i i need attention i need attention all the time i need attention yeah uh, yeah he, he is like a petulant child 
Eddie is more uh, <laughs> mature than Grandpa is. It probably he would is. be good for him to like find. A, not even when they all go to the beach and and Eddie's going to you know catch a friend and Marilyn's busy. It would probably be good for Grandpa to have somebody else around because he does really seem to need like like constant one on one attention. Yeah, or I think they should just give him the boot and make him live on his own for like a month and see how he goes. <laughs> Cut him off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you think of all the episodes we've watched, they've they've revolved heavily around Grandpa in one way or another. And he's <clears throat> either invented something, yeah. used his magical powers to screw something up, yep. mixed potions, mm-hmm. threatened to turn himself into things, because he does that several times. Oh, he does, yeah. Chop liver, a bone. Chop liver. Uh, turn himself into a bone and get buried in the backyard. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, he's always feeling slighted. He's always threatening to leave. He's always feeling like he is the one that is being wronged by the monsters. Yeah, yeah. God, uh, do you, Do you think that? Because I mean, it's it, every episode really revolves either around him as a focus or around Herman as the focus. Uh, I think there's been very obviously none really about Eddie. Um, I guess the last the sleeping cutie was uh, one was uh, was mostly focused on Marilyn, even though she was asleep for most. But Grandpa but is it made because... potions. That's all but about that true. gasoline pill, though. Oh yeah, but is it because yeah. uh, Fred Gwynn and Al Lewis are already like they're already names at this point because they had that um, the cop show that they were on, and I mean, they're kind of already established. So I guess maybe it makes sense that most of these storylines revolve around them because they are kind of the two headlining characters, I guess. Yes, I just wish yeah. there were better storylines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like let's branch out beyond mm-hmm. that, you know. For sure. I do yeah. I do like it when Herman and him butt heads. I always I kinda like that conflict, but they do use it a Well lot. we have it in spades in this episode. <laughs> yeah, we do. Well b- b- let's before we talk about the conflicts, before we talk about what an a-hole grandpa is, because he's he's a great a asshole in this episode. <laughs> From start uh, to finish. From start to yeah. Unrelenting un- until the the surprise holiday at the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, which is the second surprise holiday, but we'll talk about this that yep. later. Uh, all that said, before we do that, let's uh, light a candle, walk down the uh, spooky hallway to the library, uh, creak open the wrought iron gate, which I assume closes the, the library safe. Uh, find that old dusty tome, pull it off the top shelf, crack the spine, blow out some dust, hand it to Keith for another installment of the Monster Hunter's Almanac factoid page sheet, a snippet tidbit of the week. All right, all right. Well, uh, actually, this week, um, we're gonna we're gonna add some stuff to ourselves. We're gonna I'm gonna flip back to the towards the back to the appendix. Oh, there's, a couple, there's a couple. Oh. There's a couple of a uh, couple places where you can put some notes of your own in here. <laughs> and okay. um, what what I wanted to do this week is uh, the the last episode that we covered was the last with Beverly Owens as Marilyn Munster. Yes, it was. Um, and then Pat Priest will be picking up this week. And so I wanted to get your guys' opinion. Maybe we just uh, you know just real quick favorite Beverly Owens uh, Marilyn Munster uh, you know bits during. Oh, during the, the the thirteen episodes, which by the way, going into this, like I clearly thought that she did like season one, mm. and then bolted. 
Like she doesn't even make it halfway. No, no not even close. Season is thirty-eight yeah. episodes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it keeps growing. We yeah, haven't we made it halfway yet. <laughs> Let's not put it in yeah. those terms, Derek. I don't like to think about that. <laughs> oh, Every man. time I look, there seems to be another episode for season one. I don't know where they keep coming yeah. from. Oh, God. Uh, I think, I mean, you know, I think we all can agree that like one of the best overall is when everyone's picking on Herman and telling him he's being <laughs> fat. And he looks at her for like some support and she just kind of. <laughs> oh, she strikes. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, that's that's a classic one right there. That's great. Yeah, that's one of my favorites too. I think I think I like it when she's. Uh, I think it's the Tin Can Man episode where mm-hmm. she's helping make the robot with. Yes, it's like a line of mad scientists. It's yeah, like, mm-hmm. it finally felt like maybe this was like her role in the monsters. You know, it's like okay, I get it. She looks like normal, but she's like crazy mad scientist. Give with the science stuff. They never play into it ever again. No. But I was like, this that was fun. It was like cool to see her actually heavily involved in the storyline. Well, I always like how she's super supportive of the monsters in general right yeah like mm-hmm. grandpa's like well we gotta make a robot all right she rolls up her sleeves and gets in there I'm like oh somebody needs to go talk to eddie's uh principal well, i'll do it she goes down there and lays on the charm you know somebody needs so, to go somebody needs to go i don't think she lays on the charm either she just shows no up. it's just, just her normal charming yeah. self somebody needs to go down and get harassed by eddie's principal uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> and or, or yeah like hey marilyn can you go to who is who is the gas company mm. guy's house? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, pick up this check. <laughs> she goes down there and gets accosted by the the wife, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. You know, she's always she's always taking one for the team, and she's always pleasant about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also the I mean the Sleeping Cutie episode that we just recently watched at the end when like. The guy kisses her, and then they start kissing again. It's like a very long, extended kiss, mm-hmm. <laughs> waking her up. Uh, it seems gone way, way too long. But yep. yeah, I mean, you know, she get, you know, we constantly are like, man, does like when is somebody gonna like give her a break here? Because like they're constantly like, oh, geez, Marilyn, uh, like she's the worst. She's looks terrible today, etc. Yeah. Even though she looks perfectly fine and she's out in the regular world, and nobody questions her at all, mm-hmm. and she goes along with it. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I mean, she fits perfectly into this role of like, she's, she's an incredibly supportive, helpful, uh, you know, niece all the time for them, exactly what they need, uh, all the time, uh, there. And I'm hoping that Pat Priest can, can pick it up right where Beverly Owens left off. Cause I actually really liked her role in this. Yeah. I th- Beverly Owen, I thought was one of the acting highlights in the entire show for sure. Yeah. Definitely yeah, she's she is consistently good. I think also they don't give her a lot of punchlines. No. And maybe that's also what helps her. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's, that's true. true. <laughs> well, compared to like Al Lewis, and we'll, this episode has it mm. in spades as well. He is an eyebrow actor. Have you ever noticed that? Yes. Where his yes. eyebrows are constantly bouncing with the words he says. Like mm-hmm. um, uh, Hermione from the uh, Harry Potter movies used to be that used to be a big eyebrow actor. Mm-hmm. You'd watch those old Harry Potter movies; her eyebrows would be bouncing all over the place when she talks. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently watching them, so I'm going to pay attention. To that. Yeah, pay attention. Uh, Once you notice yeah. it the first time, it was pointed out to me, and I was like, "Oh, now I can't unsee yeah. it," and I see it in everything. Uh, but Grandpa, 
big and he, he talks like this and he uh, bounces yeah. he's constantly moving with his words like this and his eyebrows are bouncing with his words where beverly owen feels like an actor <laughs> same thing with uh, <laughs> uh 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 what's her name that plays uh lily uh yeah, yvonne de carlo yvonne de carlo yeah. yeah like they feel like actors fred gwynn feels like an actor al yeah. lois feels like I'm Al Lewis and I'm playing mm-hmm. grandpa and this is how I talk about everything. Uh, right. Just almost like they that almost like this was the role that he was born to play. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> and that he idea. was like finally I can <laughs> lean into all my absolute goofiness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which uh, again, I guess that's a whole separate thing. We'll put in the appendix uh, yeah. at, at a future time. But I just thought you it would be cheese uh, and you find goofiness and it's a see grandpa. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just thought it would be uh <laughs> You know, instead of going into some other, uh, going down some other rabbit hole in the the almanac this week, we pay a little quick little tribute uh, to Beverly Owen. She was great. Um, I still can't believe like I really was like, oh yeah, at the end of season one they switch out. I think I've even mentioned that a couple times, like as we've talked about, like oh yeah, at the end of the full season she's gonna nope switch to the Paprice. No, no, it's only thirteen episodes in, and she was like, I need to get the hell out of here. All that eyebrow yeah. acting from Grandpa, I can't take yeah. it anymore. <laughs> Grandpa's freaky. Well, yeah. hopefully we'll get to see in this episode Pat Priest picking up the, the mantle and <laughs> treading the boards. Yeah, yeah be absolutely. Really, this will yeah. be a great chance for her to really like shine yeah. and show off she's a worthy successor. Yeah, yeah this will be it. This is going to be great. I yeah. know. Very so. exciting. Close the book. Uh, I guess that means only one thing. Keith, can you put that uh, book on the seat so I can sit up higher and see yeah, yeah, over yeah. the dashboard of this mm-hmm. boat because I'm oh, taking yeah. us out under Terry's command. That's right. Uh, to international waters. T- Terry, I told you he's not allowed to drive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just I just got once. my license today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, I think he's earned it, you know? Yeah. He's, he's Unlike uh, that kid in No Brother Where Out Thou that drives the car, he's got like books tied to his feet. And yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's me on mm-hmm. a boat. We and we're out. It's international waters. Yeah. I can feel the water start to bubble because you know why? <laughs> Hell is below and yes. Terry's taking us for another skooma. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're we're going deep. We're going into the the trenches, uh below the trenches towards hell. But first, of course, we gotta float by our old friend Norman Abbott, who directed this episode. Um Norm. You know, we've heard about this guy. Yeah, blah blah blah. We've already done a few of his episodes, including my Didn't he have a nickname? Episode. Like old one shot Norm or something like that. No, that was somebody else. I can't think. Easy of that does was. it, Frank, something like that. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Who was that? What was I his don't nickname? know. It doesn't matter. It wasn't him. I looked up his nickname. And it was just Norm. That was no. what I had for him. Yeah, there you so. go. No strain was the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no yeah, strain, yeah. Bob. Not no the strain, guy. McLean. A great nickname. No strain. No nonsense, Norm. That could have been his name. Yeah, but... yeah. No more than one take, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let, no worries. Let's just get this over with, Norm. Mm-hmm. Let's, <laughs> but yeah, he directed my favorite personal episode so far, Sleeping Cutie. He also did Rocka by Munster with the iconic Baby Frankenstein joke. So yes, he's oh, so this should stuff. be this should be a like a great one. Then he's got a track yeah. record. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We're we're really building this one up. You know, he's yeah he's done some great work. We're really excited about this. Um, we've still have like six episodes with him, so you know he's gonna be floating here for a while. Uh, but I did notice on IMDb that apparently, according to IMDb, it, it, he's best known for being the director and producer of 
the last of the secret agents question mark um he also has story credit on that uh, it's a movie from 1966 and honestly it doesn't look horrible it looks semi-decent i guess it has a pretty sick theme song uh probably on par with you know lord love a duck's theme song that i mentioned mm. a while back mm. um, it's basically just about some goofball secret agents who go against some art thieves and you'll never guess amongst their uh their stolen art they stole the statue of liberty what oh man <laughs> now that, that doesn't draw you in i don't know what will yeah now i want to see this how do you steal the statue of liberty unless you have david copperfield um, didn't he make yeah. the statue of liberty disappear do you remember that did yeah, I think that? he did, yeah. On TV. Suspicious. Uh, very, but Very dubious. <laughs> <laughs> and if that uh, doesn't lure you in, then this might uh, repel you because it's got a 4.6 on IMDb. So maybe not Out that of great. five? <laughs> Out of ten. Oh. <laughs> so, mm, you know, maybe it's not so great. Maybe the It's the only thing on IMDb enough. that they, they did out of five. <laughs> it's probably like one guy who watched it on there. Yeah, yeah probably. That's true. He gave it a 4.6. Yeah, <laughs> very specific. But um, mm-hmm. we also we've got the writers for this episode: Richard Richard Conway and Roland McLean. Uh, Richard Conway has thirty nine acting credits on IMDb, going from nineteen fifty two to nineteen seventy eight. He's done a lot of TV, including an episode of a show we mentioned last week, The Gale Storm Show. Oh, Susanna! <laughs> I remember. <laughs> he only did one episode, but you oh. know, it's noteworthy. Um, He's, uh, his biggest claim to fame was uh, probably writing 72 episodes of Leave it to Beaver. Oh. And he the extended also, Beaververse. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's always a connection. <laughs> and well, and I guess, you know, I, I say that's his biggest claim to fame, but he actually wrote 97 episodes of a show called Petticoat Junction. Oh, sure. So, yeah, that's, I don't, I've never even heard of that. But of those 160 something episodes of TV he wrote, 80 of them feature some crotchety old character threatening to leave the house. <laughs> I bet you Beaver runs away in 33 of those 72 episodes. <laughs> Beaver ran away again. Wally quit tattling. So yeah, wrote the Be- Beaver's the crotchety old character? <laughs> well, in this situation. This is old I don't, I don't remember that. I don't yeah. remember that show. The He's same an old way, soul with a little pinwheel hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, this is the reboot that they're doing with like he's an old man. <laughs> yeah, the gritty Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> Gritty Beaver, that's what they'll call it. Yeah. I mean, I I would have to look up, but do you think, I do you think they did that? Like, like they would, did they do Leave It to Beaver again, where he plays like grown up Beaver? Yeah. Oh, they had. It was called something like Left Beaver or something like that. (laughs) Hold on, the Beavers. The the Beaver, maybe. Um, Yeah. Keep talking. (laughs) I think leaving it. I think if they if they didn't leave it, if they didn't keep it as just Leave It to Beaver again, Mm -hmm. then that's a complete miss. Oh, uh, it's called the new Leave It to Beaver, also known as mm. Still the Beaver. Eh, I don't know about that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But, it just keeps extending the Beaververse. Yep, nineteen eighty-three that came out. Uh, you know, we'll see this guy uh, Richard Conway. He'll see his name again. He has written several more episodes of the Munsters, so I look forward to that. Maybe uh, Grandpa will run away again in those. I don't Probably. know. Probably. I can only hope. Yeah, it's been working out so far for the show. That's a so. well that can never grow dry. That's true. Um, but Roy- Royland McLean, he's uh, the other writer. He's got 24 credits on IMDb going from 1953 to 1967. He also wrote 72 episodes of Leave it to Beaver. The same um, 72? Yeah. I can only yep. imagine. <laughs> the dynamic duo, these two. So. Mm-hmm. 
They had pretty similar credits. Uh, you know, he also wrote an episode of the Gale Storm show. Oh, Susanna. I bet you. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so now what are the odds that these are the same person, but he, but he pretended to be two to get two paychecks? Oh, interesting. That could mm-hmm. be. Yeah, twice What's his the residual. What's the second guy's name? Royland McLean. Yeah, can we meet Royland? You think he's no. double dipping? Yeah, I think it's him, and then he puts in their name on their Royland. And this is back in the day when, like, social security numbers didn't mean anything and <laughs> checks were easily forged. So they just wrote him out a check. Here you go. Yeah, he like, deposited right. it into his own bank account and called it a day. That could be. He Now, Roland, he did not work on Petticoat Junction, though. So maybe yeah. there's a maybe he, maybe the, the jig was up and he couldn't yeah. do it any longer. Or they didn't have the budget for two writers. <laughs> Either you <laughs> or Roiland. Be. Well, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, let's do Richard this time. Yeah. But. Yeah, they, they seem like they work together. There's not really a whole lot about them, but when we'll see them again, so we'll dive a little deeper next time we talk about these guys. Yay! Uh, so we got a couple guest stars. Once again, it's the classic conundrum of, hmm, here's the guest star. I just went off of what the Wikipedia episode says. Like one? Yes. Uh, I've got two here. The first one makes sense to me. So the first guest star is Robert Strauss, who played the nightclub manager. Mm-hmm. There's the watch. He's got a, a speaking a few speaking lines, so sure, why not? Um, he's got 108 acting credits to his name, going from 1942 to 1975. Done a lot of TV. He was uh, in three episodes of the famous Red Skeleton Hour. Nice. Um, and uh, seems to be know, one of those guys who who has a very long career of like one offs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a recurring role in uh, Sergeant Stan as playing Sergeant Stan. That's hard to say, Sergeant Stan Gruetsky. On a show called Mona McCluskey. Hmm. Uh, he was in all 26 episodes of that show. And he's one of the supporting people. It's about like an actress who marries an Air Force sergeant. The sergeant wants to like live off of his own money. But the actress makes way more than him. Oh, classic. Like uh, kind uh, of a weird conflict. Emasculation sure. <laughs> yeah. as like, comedy. And just let him. Let, How yeah. can I be a man if my wife makes more money than me? yeah what a yeah what a horrible yeah come on (laughs) (laughs) but uh i should mention that this guy is actually an oscar winner an oscar winner for what uh he got the best supporting actor in the movie stout stalag 17 what it's about about (laughs) american pow's in world war ii and they're like suspicious of someone amongst them being an informant and it's actually i i know i know like we get a little lightheaded down here in the skooma yeah um, but that might have been a good thing to lead with, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just an Oscar I winner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just googled Stalag seventeen, and there's this picture. Yeah. I see him. He's Oscar Sergeant winner? something or other. He's a. I, th- I figured I'd mention that. That's just a little little fun fact at the end. Yeah. Um And it's based off a play, and uh, Robert actually played the same character in the play as well. So. Oh, did he win a Tony for that? It turns out he's an egot. He does a spoken <laughs> word album that he won an Emmy yeah. for, yep. or a Grammy, yep. and he won an Emmy for this episode of The Munsters, probably. Oh, yeah. He's got to. He's a great performance in this. Best comedic performance in a supporting role. <laughs> Best actor. Come on, us- Pop. <laughs> okay, so that, that makes it even worse. So when I'm looking at his uh, you know, his overall uh, set of things that he's, he's done, so he's an Oscar winner, but in – his second to last role that they have him listed in here is called Dagmar's Hot Pants Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. 
can't he believe didn't I missed um, for that one. But no. he was nominated. Mm-hmm. And he's also in Movie Star American Style or LSD I Hate You. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Um, wow. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, this is some weird, some really it's okay. Once you start thinking that this guy is one a supporting actor, and then you start looking at a lot of one-offs here and there, and then these weird movies at the end of his career. It's listen, in forty years, there's a chance that some people be doing some podcast, and they're like, yeah, and it features this actor, Nick Cage. He's got credits from 1983 all the way through 2026. <laughs> uh, he won an Oscar for this movie, Leaving Las Vegas. And then the Keith of that show will be like, but he did a show where he, a movie where he screamed about bees and the Wicker Man. You see that? Oh God! And then there's another one where a pig he has mm. his truffle pig was stolen. That that was pretty that good. Pretty I understand, good. but you know this, you don't know. Was this one the am- he fights a bunch of animatronics and he doesn't speak a single line in the whole movie? Huh? Weird. Yeah. Robert Strauss could have been the Nick Cage of his time. <laughs> well, you know what they say when you win an Oscar, like you, uh, you've got kind of like a what is you it? Go called? to heaven. A, a, yeah, you, you, uh, it's all <laughs> the angel gets his wings. The angel <laughs> gets his wings. I'm silently praying one of us gets an Oscar in case we get trapped in hell <laughs> for an extended period of time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel there's about 45 minutes every week where I feel that I'm there. And heaven or hell? watching and taking notes oh, okay. on the monsters. I thought you meant wearing this the skooma. Uh, no, no, oh, no skooma has lasted forty five minutes. Yeah. One, no. two. I enjoy our time together. I'm talking about oh. the preparation for this show. <laughs> well, let, let's get the preparation over with on my end at least. So mm-hmm. we also have. Uh, so this is the uh, mysterious second starring actor according to Wikipedia. Is it Cigarette it's- Man? Nope, it's the mm-hmm. other person, Iris Adrian, woman in the club, is her. Oh, <laughs> the the woman, as they list on um on IMDb. Yep. She's the one. Pardon she me. asked Lily what about jewelry for about twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. what a okay. role? Robert Strauss is nightclub manager, and then there's a guy who doesn't even have a picture for IMDb. Is uh, Bill Dungan is the fellow, Iris Adrian, the woman, Nikki Blair, the friend. Bill Couch, the man, and Sarah Ross is the dancer as Sarah Jane Ross. Well, she plays herself. Wow. I guess so. Yeah, I guess. So what I'm trying to figure out is because there is one Mm. other person who does like actually talk to Herman. It doesn't seem bothered by him. And I don't I don't know if that's the fellow or the friend. (laughs) Must be the fellow because he's all by himself. Yeah. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe like uh, Iris Adrian has like highly slightly higher like prolific af- acting career so that's why she gets the second guest star slot maybe wikipedia is just making it up i don't know but i was possible it. yeah so she's got 162 acting credits she so. was in herbie goes bananas that's why she's got the higher rating i was gonna mention this yeah she's no uh, keith you step on the skooma <laughs> sorry i don't know he's turning us closer to the depths yeah, boy it's all the buzzers are going off lights are flashing yep. You know how the warning, skooma warning. works. The dials are yep. cracking on our skooma. You can't go too deep too fast. You got to let me ramble for about uh, 30 minutes or 30 seconds. Sorry, I, I almost hit the Meg. I almost hit the Meg. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, well, it'll warning, be fine. You will um, all die. Warning. You will all die. <laughs> our skooma apparatus is going to kill us. All right. Go on, Terry. This is the this is the only way I'd like to go out is going <laughs> going diving. out in a skooma. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, a so way she, to go out. 
She's in a bunch of movies from the 20s to the 40s, then she started kind of jumping into TV, but she still did a few movies, like Keith said, the uh, Herbie movie. Uh, She was a waitress in The Fast and the Furious. Oh, the first one? From 1954. Oh, I was going to say, I assume it's Tokyo Drift, the only one I recognize. I I wish, yeah. I mean, that is the greatest one. Uh, But... Yeah, that maybe has nothing to do with the act- the the Fast Furious of today. I don't even. It's not a remake or anything. She also played a waitress in The Odd Couple from 1968, which I've heard of but never seen. Um, and then the one we've all been waiting for, Herbie. Uh, she played loud American woman. <laughs> so the only I American guess. woman that I recognize, the loud one. <laughs> Uh, Herbie, Herbie goes bananas. It's a sentient car. Goes to Mexico to take down some counterfeiting count. Wow, I can't speak today. Counterfeiting ring. Herbie's taking it down. That's what Herbie does, and Herbie goes bananas. Yeah. Why is it called Herbie goes bananas? And not like Herbie goes to Mexico. Well, according to the trailer, um, Herbie is covered in bananas at one point in the movie. So, well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. And he also um, goes head to head with a bowl. Oh, hmm. I remember that. She's also in like the the original one, the Love Bug, as well. Which is, is that, the, isn't that the first Herbie one? Is that a loud American movie? woman? I don't know. Uh, down on his luck, race car driver Jim Douglas teams up with a little VW bug that has a mind of its own. Not realizing Herbie's worth until a sneaky rival plots to steal him. Oh, I had no idea that. Herbie and in that one, movie. she plays a car hop. Oh, okay. Well. Which I'd be like really questioning things if like. That lady was a car hop. Oh, she's just an angry woman. No. <laughs> she must be behind a lot of this stuff. It's the There's continuity. No notice. Yep. They're you connected. think you would, but you wouldn't. The Herbieverse. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Extended Herbieverse. Can't wait for the spinoff with the loud American woman as the lead. Mm-hmm. Loud American woman. <laughs> with a talking Stay away from color. Herbie. Loud American woman. Oh, she is also in a movie called Murder Can Hurt You. Murder can hurt mm. you to her. Candy store proprietor. Don't go around mm. no more. Candy store proprietor. Now, all the, now I think, I think, I don't think Herbie Goes Bananas is the sequel. I think it's that, I think that's actually the third one. Herbie Goes Bananas. Oh, in the trilogy? Mexico to get counterfeit. It's not American woman. Yeah, yeah, it's because in 1974, there's Herbie Rides Again. Okay. And in, 19, in 1977, Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. And then and then finally he goes bananas. To hell. Quadrilogy. Herbie goes to hell. <laughs> Just like we're about to. I'm pulling up the, I feel, the release. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Like we're so close, we can touch hell, and now you're yep. like pull the cord. Yep. No, we gotta go back. Up. We gotta go back. None of us have an Oscar. We can't just escape. We gotta go back. Hi, Norm. Oh yeah, there's Norm. We gotta go. Was that the end? end? Yep, that's all. I oh, whew. we were so close to hell. Satan mm-hmm. waved. I see you. <laughs> yeah, he gave us a knowing nod. I don't know what that yeah. means, but. Hmm. Where's my potatoes? <laughs> it's gonna haunt my dreams. Mm-hmm. Oh, where's my potatoes? Okay, well, shit. What a skooma! So much information, too much Herbie, but we did it anyway. <laughs> Way too much Herbie. That Keith, I knew you were gonna break down the lineage of Herbie movies, <laughs> um, and I don't I'm know curious. if I feel any better for it. 
I don't, so that's all right. <laughs> you didn't talk about the. Is there like a couple remakes of this Herbie thing? Oh God, yeah, there was Lindsay Lohan Herbie's. Yeah, that's right. In that's the right. Early two thousands. That's the only Herbie I recognized. Yeah, Disney's good at making like movies in the sixties and then remaking them again, like Shaggy Dog. There was a movie about a guy that turned into a damn shaggy dog. And he was like a district attorney, I think, too. Yeah, the shaggy DA. Yeah. Uh, what the, the, the lady we just talked about was in that also. Yeah, they did like really? Parent Trap that we did. Lots of Lindsay Lohan remakes. Herbie. Freaky, Freaky Friday. She's Freaky in. Friday. Uh, there was one, one of those that I think then Lindsay Lohan is in the. Oh, she is, like, I think. The remake. Escape to Witch Mountain. Oh, that was terrible. Oh. The Rock. Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh. I just remember like the original one when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, lots of these movies that Disney just like returns them. Like in another forty years, they'll try again. Yeah. All they, I mean, our their That's best idea ever I mean, was Herbie the Love Bug, and they're just gonna pound mm-hmm. that into the ground. Yeah, I mean, the, they're currently what they just put out a trailer now for the Pinocchio that they're just they're redoing all yeah. their animated stuff in the live action now. Pinocchio goes bananas. Yeah, <laughs> they get an idea in, in and they Carlo. just they just. Run it into you over and over again. Yep. Speaking of an idea and running it over to you again and again, <laughs> here's season uh-huh. one, episode 14 Grandpa Leaves Home. Originally aired December 24th, 1964. Christmas Ooh. Eve. Oh boy. Christmas surprise. It's aired on it gets, Christmas Eve? Yeah, it came out on Christmas Eve. Wow. It gets a lofty, lofty 7.1 on IMDb. No, that's not a good sign because that's the low. I think is that the lowest we've seen so far. Yeah, that is the lowest of all of the ratings on IMDb for both seasons. <laughs> so this, that's concerning to me. This is and, the oh. same seven point one that the, the Knockwood Here Comes Charlie got as well. Oh wow! There, honestly, I feel like there's a big difference between this. I think so two. too. <laughs> I think Charlie is superior to this one. Oh yeah, yeah. Anywho. Uh, the breakdown. I didn't take the breakdown off of IMDb because it was it was too brief. I took the one <laughs> off of Amazon, and it has a little more detail. After a personality clash at home, Grandpa decides he is unloved and runs away. A personality clash. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> after his personality clashes at home, Grandpa yes. decides he's an unloved asshole and runs away. That's how I would <laughs> summarize it. Yeah. He does. He thinks he deserves a lot more than he gets. So he's yeah. Oh my god! Such an entitled dipshit. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Herman is reading a book and he is laughing. That book is the Murders in the Rue Morgue. Keith, is that a real book? Uh yeah, that is a uh, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> oh, it's a Poe. That's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, it's a short story by Edgar Allan Poe, nice. and then um, it was it's also a song by iron maiden oh okay and also they made a film in 1932 i'm assuming it's not a comedy but herman is yucking it up um horror detective fiction starring bella lugosi oh Oh, sweet can't go wrong there um 1845 paris mysterious doctor miracle miracle m-i-r-a-k-l-e so maybe it's supposed to be miracle Mm-hmm. Uh, demonstrates his, his theories on evolution using his ape Eric. Had a mm-hmm. carnival visit by medical students, um, and some other stuff happens. It's an ape oh, movie. Murders. Yeah. About that. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Herman is reading Edgar Allan Poe's "The Murders in the Rue Morgue," 
and, and loving it. Laughing his ass off. Yes, he is. You'd think he was reading a joke book full of sexist jokes. Nope. <laughs> He's reading a classic tale of horror. And Grandpa comes in and immediately becomes obnoxious. He opens up the window, lets mm-hmm. in some wind. He sits down, cracks his knuckles. He's it's like rustling the paper. Uh, he's like, and Herman's just sitting there, like, <clears throat> I'm trying to read. I can't concentrate or whatever, right? Right. And Grandpa's just like, whatever. Lily comes in and closes the window, and Grandpa <laughs> is pissed. He's he like, don't that. I? What? He's like, he just opened that. What are you yeah. doing? Don't I have any rights in this home? Like, <laughs> dude, the house is huge. Go open another window and sit next to it. Yeah. You have a whole uh, dungeon laboratory. Yeah. Yours. Go down there. Go crinkle the paper down there, you old coot. Go yeah. crack your knuckles, which are the loudest sounding knuckles oh, I've ever heard. Uh, the only other ones that are, that because I normally don't know some people crack their knuckles very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandpas are very loud. And then um, my wife does this thing where, like, when she goes to crack her, she just presses them against, like, her, her, like, cheek mm-hmm. like yeah. chin yep yep Classic. and and they all crack and i'm like would you please stop doing that it's <laughs> i do creepy. not like the sound of cracking knuckles or cracking yeah. necks and stuff like that yeah like um and, and so yeah grandpas were the worst and then yeah. like is a little while later doesn't like lily start like filing her nails like extremely yeah loud too <laughs> lily just closed the window she's down she's like <laughs> filing her nails to which at this point i'm like oh this episode's going to be all about noise. People upsetting <laughs> Herman. He just wants to yeah. read his book and laugh. Yeah. But l- Grandpa's all pissy about it. And then Leah's like, you'll wake the dead again. again. <sighs> and then Grandpa says, oh, I get it. You can't wait to see me in my grave. Oh, yeah. Because she yells at him to stop to stop yeah. yelling because Grandpa's like, would you stop yelling at me? And Herman's like. I'm not yelling. Yes. <laughs> I did like Yes, you are. Don't no, want <laughs> Yes, yeah. you are. Uh, now, now he's yelling. The mm-hmm. third time he yells. Grandpa just wants, it's like, you guys want to see me dead. And I'm thinking, yeah, I kind of do right now. Uh, <laughs> Take him out. Yeah. I mean, technically, and, technically, every time we see him, he's dead because he's yeah. a vampire. And But they're like, oh, Grandpa, we've seen you there plenty of times because <laughs> he's a vampire. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Like he sleeps in a grave. He sleeps in a damn coffin. Every Grandpa is acting like 100% ass, right? Yeah. Just. Not justifiably at all. Yeah. And Herman goes in hard. I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa. <laughs> That's almost as bad as calling him a goofball. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your grade A goofball. Nope. I'm ashamed of you. I was like, wow, that, that cuts to the bone. Mm-hmm. Finally, somebody's saying it. That's all yep. I have to say. So, and the grandpa's like, fine, I'm leaving the night. And then he <laughs> magically opens the window and, and has uh, a full like tornado come through as well. Yeah. He, he has no problem opening the window. He just like looks at it and flicks his finger, opens it up. So now we've established if we hadn't before, because we, I think we've determined that every episode is its own world. There's no continuity, <laughs> it just exists as it is. Yep. Uh, this episode, we've established that grandpa does magic. And He's died several times in the past. Also, he didn't need uh, any incantations to do the window thing. Nope. So I don't know he why just... in the other times he chooses to do in other episodes, like he goes for these incantations that never seem to work. I'll tell you what. He can just like flick and move things, right? Like he makes pancakes float. 
Oh, yeah. He makes cards true. float. Mm-hmm. He does whatever he wants. This time he opens a window and he controlled the weather in other episodes. So he has a lot of powers. He's he's OP. He's got too many powers. Yeah, that's power. true. Where's his kryptonite? It's just yeah, he has kryptonite is being like snubbed. Being yeah, yeah. Like, he's not being loved enough. Is his pride. Yeah. It's like, why doesn't everyone love me? He's like Elon Musk. <laughs> everyone should love me <laughs> so grandpa says I'm leaving tonight and he stomps out and then are you guys ready because we get the banger oh. we're like well mm-hmm. here it comes Beverly Owens gone now we got Pat Priest so what do they do they use the same opening oh, but man. they show a different name <laughs> Instead was, of Beverly Owens, um, it's Pat okay. Priest I have I have issues with with this opening now. Okay. Um, I very much enjoyed how they would end, kind of like the the opening on Herman giving her the kiss and like walking away. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now that's like the first thing you see. Oh, they did change the opening. It that, feels all wrong. It's all wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We don't need to end on Eddie. He's not hardly in the show. Like, I mean, I like Eddie, but come on, it's Herman. He's the guy like smiling, making the goofy. Okay, face. so it isn't the same opening. No, no, no. They they go through uh, a, a different order. And oh, I, you're well, right. Herman doesn't Herman doesn't get a lunchbox this time. He gets a briefcase. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're it's right. Probably, probably, cra- probably crackers, isn't it? Like I watched it version. and just chuckled. I'm like, well, it's the same damn thing, and they just changed the name. <laughs> no, you're right because he comes out of the stairs mm-hmm. first. Yep. And but because Grandpa still does Grandpa the wrist first. bite thing. Yeah. Usually oh, all of the things that they show are still in the same order, are, are still the exact same thing that happens. I think they just. They did like, some editing, like, <laughs> but Herman like giving her a kiss and like walking away, like the cause the whole seriousness and then giving that goofy laugh when he walks away. Yeah, I always enjoy that being the yeah. end of the. Yeah, but I mean it's the uh, same. It. It's the same bit though, right? It's just the orders. Yes, all yeah, but yeah. it just seems it seems weird that it's the first thing that you get. Oh, oh yeah. Well, so and pl- well plus he gets a he gets a, a briefcase. So I guess maybe they did. Um, I think they reshot it, but just did the exact same thing again. Yeah. Grandpa takes her hand a little differently as well. Yeah, it's think. like a lot faster. They drew out the yeah, grandpa thing in the right. first century. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, uh, what she hands Eddie his books, and, like gives him a little like pinch on the cheek and like yep. everything. It's it's just slightly off. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, you know, I was watching it and I was watching for weird cuts because when I saw the Herman, I was like, "Well, it's the same damn thing." And it didn't even dawn on me that was a different. Like I kind of zone out. I listen to music. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, right. Oh yeah. That's uh, the, by the way, that still bangs. Yeah. The, yeah. The... But it didn't dawn on me that it was different, and I didn't see any strange cuts. I'm like, "Well, they'll have to do a weird cut to stick in Beverly Owen." And then when they had Beverly Owen going on, but they didn't really show her face a whole lot. I'm like, it's still. <laughs> I mean, it's still Beverly Owen. It's not Pat Priest. They just put a different mm-hmm. name up. And then I was like, well, that's hilarious. But mm-hmm. I guess if they reshot it, they reshot it. Yeah. All right. Yep. It's weird. I don't know. I, it's, I like my consistency, and they, they've messed it all up. Maybe yeah, I'll get used it to up. it. But... 14th episode, three for a loop, and now you're like, I don't know if I can do it. Mm-hmm. I will say, uh, as I was going through looking for clips and l- looking for like the theme song and stuff, uh, I did see the season two intro, and I remember seeing the season two intro when I was a kid, and it's much better than the season. Oh, they change yeah. it up again. So okay. yeah, get excited. There's, it, it's to me, it's the classic one. Okay. It's the one I think of when I think of the introduction. Perfect. All okay, right, I don't, so. I don't want, I don't want to spoil it for Terry, but I think I know. There's, there's something that I'm used to seeing that. Yes. 
So we, we get the banger, and we do have Pat Priest in there. So it's like, nice. I didn't yep. realize it, and because I didn't realize it, oh. I laugh. But it's like exciting because, like, okay, finally we're getting we're getting to see this new actress and the roles is her chance, you know, to settle yep. in, really get it, the the vibe with everybody else. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah, like, okay, we got a new Marilyn. Let's see what she does. Yep. So we come back from the banger. Lily concerned that Grandpa would really leave. Herman unconcerned. He doesn't care. He thinks it's all a ruse. Uh, Lily's word. Yeah. Last thirteen. Th- 13 episodes, honey. We've already done 13 episodes. He's tried this many a time. He comes back. He did this last week, Lily. Remember? Mm-hmm. Last week. Anyway, Herman, unplussed, doesn't care. Lily, worried, because last time they had a family spat, he turned himself into a frog <laughs> and lived under the porch for weeks. And Herman's like, he wasn't, couldn't see him. He was never happier. <laughs> yeah, he loved it. <laughs> and, and why? why did he love it? Because he could croak every night. Oh, yeah, that's right. He could croak every night. That's what <laughs> Which I was. I will admit, I laughed at. I liked it. Yeah. Oh. Like dumb, dumb uh, dad joke type things. They get me every time. I mean, yeah. The weird well, things Grandpa then, supposedly turns himself into. That is my favorite joke with Grandpa because that usually does crack me. It's such a weird, random thing. He's always yeah. like, I'm a bone now. The dog's going to bury me. I'm a frog. I went to the I'm a frog. Uh, yeah. Well, Herman, he knows Grandpa, and so he's not going to lose his head over this. And then he Literally. looks a little concerned, and he tightens his <laughs> bolts. So that's what they're for. I always uh, thought it was a conductor, but yep, no, nope. confirmed. Head on. Bolts okay. keep head on. Guess it makes sense. Sure. Yep. Why not? So cut to Grandpa. He's in the attic, I assume. He's packing, and then we get to the. Uh, well, Eddie comes in, and where are you going, Grandpa? Grandpa says he's going somewhere where he's wanted and feels loved. <laughs> Eddie goes, can I go to the cemetery with you too? <laughs> whomp, whomp. Uh Grandpa doesn't want to leave and he lays it on thick. You know, it's like I'm cashing in my chips. Uh, you know, don't tell your parents. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a cold, cruel world. All this nonsense. <laughs> Eddie's yeah, like, he makes it sound like he's going to die. Yeah. Well, he makes it sounds like he's being kicked out. He's leaving under his own volition. Herman's mm-hmm. not like, get out of my house. Uh, Grandpa's like, I'm, I'm out of here. Whatever. He's a teenager. Jesus Christ. But Eddie's like, I'm going to tell him. And Grandpa's like, oh, no, don't tell him. Don't tell him. But if you do tell him, tell him all this <laughs> shit. And Grandpa's very pleased with himself. Yeah, I like this plot by yeah, Grandpa. Yeah, uh, a, a cold, cruel world. And he's like, what kind of world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can to repeat it back to him. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Best part also, of episode. Um, between that and then, like, you know, the next scene of Eddie just running down to talk to this family, more screen time and talking out of Eddie Munster than the entire previous 13 episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Boy, that leads me to believe there's going to be a lot more Maryland, too. Oh, so, yeah, yeah gonna be lots. <laughs> we're going to see a great debut. Yep. So then we get to the part we listened to at the open. Eddie's telling you know herman and lily you know stoking the fires there and then grandpa marches by he comes down he's like goodbye cruel world you know it's like yeah. i'm out of here and everyone's just like see you later old Good. man like, yeah. they do not care in <laughs> any way whatsoever. at all love it love it this is how i would react to you and then so grandpa tries to do the old fake out where he oh. opens the door and slams it but doesn't leave and then 
They do not care. They don't look up. <laughs> Grandpa comes back in to get the paper to find sailing dates for ships going to Hong Kong. Herman's like, I'll help you. And like, here they go. They're all leaving. You can stay in the hole, you know. Grandpa's like, fine. And he's just flipping to the same page over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's just wrestling through the paper. And Grandpa's like, fine, I'm out of here. And then Herman goes, oh, he'll be back. And Lily says, but when? And then the clock says, nevermore. Nevermore. And so Herman throws a book at it. Um, okay. He tells it to shut up. <laughs> the, the hands on the clock spin all crazy. And then the bird comes back out and gives him a raspberry. It's like, Pfft. it sounds like, like a foghorn or something. It's yeah. Loud. yeah. Mm-hmm. So strange. I'm starting to like this bird, though. Now that I know it can make that noise, this <laughs> yep. <bird's> awesome. <laughs> so now. It wouldn't be an episode of the Munsters if they weren't at the breakfast table. And there they are. But there's only three of them there. Herman, oh. Lily, and Eddie. Oh, that's finally a chance. You know, we, are the missing persons going to come in a big grand entrance reveal? Yeah, well, Marilyn never misses breakfast. Yeah. Uh, L- Herm, Munsters are breakfast. Lily's like, oh, Grandpa, he'll be back. Herman says he'll be back, and they'll find him in the closet or whatever upstairs. Lily is still worried. It's like she's so upset about Grandpa. She was more upset this episode than last episode. And then, and then Herman says, "Well, where's Marilyn?" And Lily goes, "Oh, she's so upset. She went right to her room after school." Man, just teasing the new Marilyn. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, come on. This is the part, this is the part where Marilyn would come down and be level-headed yeah. and say something, you know, like, "Oh, Grandpa, he's probably got lost at the grocery store or something." You know, or or like I mean, obviously they're setting up that she's gonna be the one who talks reason to Grandpa. Yeah, That's, or she mm. saves the day. Apparently, she's gonna swoop mm. in and mm-hmm. save the day. But Lily goes, "Boy, it worked so well last time. We should all go out and look for him." <laughs> this is like the three out of four episodes where they've gone out and looked for a family member. They went out and looked for Herman. They went out and looked for That's Grandpa, true. and now yeah. they want to go out and look for Grandpa again. Yep, and. On two consecutive episodes, looking for the same damn person. But Herman's not going to have me that. He's like, shit, we just did this last week. And you slowed (laughs) me down. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. And Herman says, I'm going to bring him back dead or alive. (laughs) Which which now I question again. I I was like, oh, God. This is definitely something. Yeah. Well, also, he's a vampire. So you can only bring him back one way. One way, which is dead. For the sake of argument, or alive. Mm-hmm. And then Lily says, oh, Herman, you're always so optimistic. Yep. Now, we see what Keith's been wanting to see for so long. Herman oh, out hey. in the world interacting. Oh, hmm. okay. Oh, what what'd you think I was going to say? <laughs> no, no. I'm just no, what? Yeah. I... Oh, maybe spot? I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Keith, you're always talking like, about what you want to see. Like, like the Herman takes out in the world. Herman take maybe Herman takes spot with him to go out in the world, like sniff down, oh, track down right grandpa. Spot into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Well, Herman's walking down the street, and he comes to a yard. Beware, vicious dog. So this, this has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing plot related, nothing episode related. Just a one-off. It feels like this episode is full of lots of leftovers. They had ideas from the previous time Grandpa ran away last week that they ran short on time with. So they added it in here. 
Maybe it almost also makes you feel like this one right here was like, oh man, we haven't been keeping up our contractual requirement of uh, Frankenstein monster esque uh, mm. things, and so we got to throw in some just random extra stuff, including a dog whose ears kind of pop up weirdly, and then runs away, dragging his doghouse with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Herman, because he's so stupid, just says, "Poor thing, I must resemble the local dog catcher." <laughs> Yeah, that no, he, smiled, he smiles a long time at that one, too. Yes, he's proud of himself. But I understand the point of the dog catcher is to catch stray dogs. Yes, mm-hmm. this yeah. dog is in a fenced yard chained to his <laughs> dog house. That dog has no fear of the dog catcher. It's dangerous. You're not supposed to get close to this dog. It's got no fear at all. Yeah. <sighs> but he's afraid of Herman. It is afraid of Herman. That's true. And then. Herman however, keeps- however, that's this is the less stupid interaction as far as I'm concerned. Oh, they're all stupid. Herman <laughs> walks down the street and he comes ac- across a guy who's working on his car. His head's under the hood. Herman's like, excuse me, did you see an old man walk by here? <sighs> Listen, Pop, no, I didn't see no old man. And he looks up at Herman, screams, and then crawls into the engine uh, yes. and then pulls the hood of the car down. It's as if the void opened up in his engine and he like just jumped in. Yes. He'd rather face that than Herman. It, I'd rather get caught in the fans in the flywheel. That's some part yes. of an engine, right? <laughs> I was more get... like, man, I know why this guy's car doesn't work. There's no engine inside of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah mm. it's a giant hole in there. Yeah. Listen, mm. Pop, I ain't seen no old man. Yeah. Have you seen my engine? Mm. And then Herman says, it must be easier to work on from the inside. Because I'm stupid. <laughs> like, they just have to lay that on thick for some reason. Yeah, we get it, Herman, honestly. We know why they're doing it. It's more yeah. funny when you don't address it every time. Yes. It's even more funny when Derek does that voice for Herman. It's great. Yeah. So Herman has these two interactions, look for Grandpa. One, not looking for Grandpa at all, just encountering a dog. <laughs> two, the other one, just asking a guy, have you seen an old man? Just some and he's like, man. No, I haven't. Those... Herman has exhausted his search, so he returns home. I wish he would have checked the uh, the sewer drain to find yes. the mysterious man down there again. Because that I would have. You know what? That again. really would have paid off if he would have gone back to some of the same spots they went to previously. <laughs> then it would have been funny. They're just these are leftovers from the previous episode. Like the previous episode was so chock full of amazing mm-hmm. that they just had to take all the overflow <laughs> and made a second consecutive similar episode it's almost like this is kind of like a weird transitional episode where they were kind of like oh we got to rewrite some stuff we got to figure some stuff out let's just throw everything into a pot for whatever reason that's kind for of what it feels like gotta write some stuff to really highlight marilyn in here mm-hmm. oh yeah because <laughs> she's totally coming in yep i'm yeah. so excited so herman comes home after a long night of looking for grandpa because he says i haven't looked in the all night laundry man Woman thought it was a public bath because she jumped right in the washing machine. Waka, waka, waka. (laughs) Fuck, man. (laughs) Lily's worried he won't be back for the holidays. And then all of a sudden it's like, there's a holiday? (laughs) Yeah, I was completely thrown off by that. Like, But I also thought like she meant like he was going to be gone for like months. Yeah, I didn't know what it meant. Turns out this aired on, you know, because it aired on December 24th. It's a, the Christmas episode. <laughs> I just assume that when you watch a show, it takes place on the same day that. Yeah, it, uh, that it yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm but, watching okay, on Christmas. So we had a Thanksgiving related episode. 
did that air around the same time as Thanksgiving? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't think it did. I thought it aired a lot earlier than That's that, I guess. guess. Hold on. I got my notes. I'll pull it up. That would, uh, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. that would be interesting. I still feel like they should set it up in the episode, but it makes a little more sense if that is the case. What, what oh, yeah, there's nothing to tell you that that this is the Christmas holiday season at all. In this that episode. was locale monster, I think. Oh, I don't have the notes. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. October 29th, 1964. Nope, that's well before. Uh, that's that's almost mm-hmm. a Halloween episode. Everyone's a Halloween episode of it, Terry. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not dressed up for Halloween. We wear creepy masks. We wear creepy masks to try to scare people. Uh, so Herm's back. <laughs> Lily's upset. He won't be home for the holidays. Herm's like, "Yay, yeah, Will, shut your yapper." Clock comes out and Gramp and says, "Grandpa, nevermore." Grandpa, nevermore. The clock sounds very sad, doesn't it? Like mm-hmm. Grandpa, nevermore. You know, and then Lily cries. Makes oh Lily no! Cry. <laughs> I just I can't put up with it. There's no way. I don't have any historical precedence to make me know that this will be okay even though it just happened seven days ago <laughs> so <sighs> then we cut to her coming home from work did you hear anything from grandpa lily was in his room looking for clues no such luck his clue room was as clean as a wolf's tooth the cleanest of all tooths as we know mm-hmm Herman called the police, and they weren't looking for him, but after hearing the description, they were going to put us on a dragnet, or the best joke of the entire episode, or some sort of net. (laughs) So they're going to catch Grandpa some way. Eddie comes in. He found Grandpa in the Mm -hmm. newspaper, and not the obituaries again. (laughs) Nope, it's an ad for a magic act. And I wrote it down. The Domino Club presents The Count in an evening of magic. Also, the Domino's Dancing Dolls of Broadway and Fun and Frolic, located <laughs> in the heart of Mockingbird Heights. And there's like Ooh. this picture of Grandpa, like it's one of those like thumbs up pictures almost like, you betcha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it would have drawn me in if I'd seen that in the paper. Oh, yeah, I'm going. And then they see that and their immediate reaction isn't, well, let's go get him. There they say, oh, dear, I hope he doesn't try that fire-eating trick of his. And I don't know if you noticed this line. Lily stumbles the fuck over it. She goes, mm-hmm. oh, dear, I hope he doesn't try that 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 fire-eating trick of his. Oh, no, I didn't notice. Uh, oh. And then Herman says, well, last time he got the hiccups, and before they could stop him, he burnt down the theater. <sighs> <sighs> so... Yeah. That happens. They're not like, well, let's go get him. We know where he's at. He advertised to us. <laughs> it's a cry nope. for help, honestly. Yeah, it is 100%. So then we get Herman comes in with the vacuum cleaner and he fixed it. I guess oh, that's yeah. like normally a grandpa <laughs> job, but he's showing off. Uh, and then he's like, look, it shoots out the dust as well as ever. And so it's true. Lily has a reverse vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it shoots a lot of dust. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah, and, and she, uh, it, it's obvious he's doing something to try because he knows that she's really heartbroken right now. So he's doing things yes. to really try to cheer her. I'll up. cheer you up. You can do housework. Yeah, here's <laughs> <laughs> And Lily says, Well, 
I can't concentrate on my housework because I miss Grandpa so much. I can't do my wifely duties. Uh, <sighs> she'd feel better if she could just hear his voice. Well, then fucking call him. So then Herman goes, why don't you call him? And she's like, what an idea. You're so brilliant, Herman. They, they know where he's at. Just go there. They yeah. totally know where Grandpa is currently located. He's at the Domino Club. Go there. Go talk nope. to him, yeah. Instead, they're going to, like, we have nothing to do. We don't know how to get a hold of him. You know his location. Uh, so they decide to call him. She's like, I think I will. So she calls the Domino Club. Can I speak to Grandpa? Or the Count? And then Grandpa acts like a great A asshole. Who's yep. this? Lily who? <laughs> it's like, oh, God. He's real smug. Does he think he's got Grandpa, a Grandpa, you here? know, like, four people. In uh-huh. this world. <laughs> yeah. And one of them is the person that's standing right next to you. Uh-huh. And he does not like you. He does yes. not like you at all. <laughs> nope. But Grandpa's, all, oh, don't worry about this broken down old man. I'm doing great. Filling the club every night. No one asked. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of suspicious mm-hmm. about that. So Grandpa hangs up the phone and the club owner immediately starts yelling at him to fix mm-hmm. his act. Hey, Pops. Okay, it's the second person to say, say, Pops. We don't want our customers to think we dug you up at the last minute. Womp, womp, because he's a mm. dead man. <laughs> he is. So Grandpa is adding a new trick to the act. Oh, don't worry. I got a great new trick. I'm going to light flowers on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's a good And they're going to change their rockets and shoot fireworks. What a damn trick. I'm going to burn shit on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> If I was the stage manager, that's a, that's a no-go. Yeah, that. that's a hazard, goddammit. <laughs> but so it's like, I'll just wave my hand over, do some magical passes. And the flowers will catch on fire, then rockets will shoot out. It's like, here, I'll show you. So he goes <laughs> to office, show him yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, and Grandpa says, you know, like, zippity-doo-dah, zippity-ay or some yeah, bullshit, right? Some magic words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nothing happens, of course. Womp womp, and then the club owners. It's like, and instead of just firing him on the spot, which was a sensible <laughs> thing, he storms off. And then the fires catch flowers, catch fire, boom. Stupid late bloomers. What? This is so goddamn dumb. This actually, is make, this episode's making actually. Me that's a pretty good line, though. I guess <laughs> it's better than some. I guess it's 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 much wittier than most of the other jokes in this. It's in like yeah, late have anything to do with like, a, yeah, no Frankenstein monster reference, no mm-hmm. undead reference. I guess yeah, it's at least it's different. I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now the monsters are going to exhaust all possible actions, and they're going to the club. Makes sense. You know where he's at. Go get him. They pull up in the coach, and they are dressed. To the nines, right? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Herman comes out, he's in like a suit and he's looking <laughs> dapper, hat. yeah. He's top like hat, Lincoln cosplay. That's yeah. <laughs> Lily comes out looking real nice, and then she's like, doesn't seem fancy. She thought it would be ultra swank. Then Lily says, My favorite line to Lily for the night. Hopefully it's a lot nicer on the inside and not one of those beatnik joints. The one thing I can't stand is weird people. Mm-hmm. Gotta remind you of that because mm-hmm. we haven't told you that since last week. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> Lily and Herman walk in. 
No one sees him and freaks out. They just walk in. There's girls dancing on the stage. This is no place for Grandpa. I've seen liver audiences in a graveyard. <laughs> and it's just people watching girls dance. Cool. Herman and Lily sit down. The drunk guy next to Herman needs a light. He's got a bent mm-hmm. up cigarette. Hey, pal, can you give me a light? Herman says, sure. And then, remember like several episodes ago, I proposed that the production staff had a competition with the props department. Yep. And it said, hey, 100 bucks to whoever comes up with the best prop. <laughs> Herman pulls out a giant oversized lighter, like flip Zippo style lighter. This was the second place winner. The first place was the dog food can. First place, dog food can. Second place, this giant lighter. Yeah. Third place, the comb. Oh, and then the mouse trap. And the mouse trap. Oh, There's yeah, yeah. always some giant <laughs> oversized prop. And this one makes no sense. Why no. would Herman have a giant lighter? Is it because he's big? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's but like, it's, yeah, he's got it's, those really big hands. It's though. not even proportionally proper, <laughs> right? Where it's big to everyone else, but small to Herman. Probably like his junk. That looks normal to me. I don't know. Uh, No, it's a giant oversized lighter. Just huge. He flips it open, creates a flame. The guy looks at Herman, takes a drag, gets a cigarette lit, and that's it. Nothing. He sees his head and shakes it, but he doesn't freak out. He doesn't care. Yeah, he's so drunk, I guess. I don't know why he I doesn't guess. like I don't know why his ears. He gives don't him melt. a little look, but he's like, eh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you gonna do? <laughs> now that guy's completely drunk, so maybe you can understand how he's like doesn't really, you know, Herman, he just thinks he's just seeing something weird anyway. Mm-hmm. But now this is weird like nobody else in this club seems to think that there's a problem with the monsters. No. They're sitting right in the middle of the club. Front and center. Yeah. No one um, sees this Frankenstein monster and freaks out. Yeah, like I mean, like oh, somebody he's in front of them. Can you please move? And oh, then yeah. he looks back at him, and like they freak out and run away anyway, or something. Nope. So in public, the monsters actually seem like maybe the people are like accepting of them. Like it's when they're in their house them. that people completely freak out. Well, the most I mean, at the, least. But the dog freaked out. The guy had crawled into his car. Last week, the guy climbed a tree, then mm-hmm. went ran. The, he cleared out an entire restaurant. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so, know. Yeah, so it's weird that, like, it's unless it, because it's this weird nightclub type thing, and you know, maybe it's a little smoky in there anyhow. So, yeah, when people dark. look at a giant green seven foot guy with red eyes, like, they, they don't really see it well because it's all smoky in there and all, or mm-hmm. they're just paying attention to the scantily clad ladies dancing. Yeah, yeah, just the kick line going to town. No one cares about Herman and his big flat head and his neck bolts. <laughs> no, maybe they're just maybe they're just checking out Lily and they have two they care less about like, look at the that guy with her bat pendant. You know. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for Grandpa. He's going to perform one of the greatest feats of magic. He's going to lock himself in a trunk. And the trunk had like several names on it scratched out. One was yeah. Houdini. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's yeah. going to lock himself in this trunk with chains and nails and shit. He doesn't say in shit, but that's pretty much what it is. They're going <laughs> to lock me in here with chains and nails and shit. I'm I grandma. wish he would have. And then the, at the count of 10, 
I'll get out without any aid. No one will help me. <laughs> so Grandpa gets in the trunk. Lily is very concerned because his magic is getting so rusty. He couldn't produce a rabbit on Easter Sunday, Herman says. <sighs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> now, his magic, we have seen him see through space, the space-time continuum. He looks into a crystal ball and see in somebody else's house like it's a yep. TV. He can manipulate a pen from a great distance. He can turn into animals. He can do all sorts of stuff. He didn't have but any we... trouble with that wind tunnel earlier. Yeah. yeah, he opened up his window with like a flick of his finger. and But his magic is so rusty right now. He's chained and he's locked in. Club owner nails that shit shut. He gets a hammer nail and pounds it in. And then, it, and in the ultimate filler of time, the club owner counts to 10. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're coming up 30 seconds short in this episode. Well, I'll have the club owner count to 10 slowly. This whole uh, match does. takes forever. I'm Why like, don't we have our Oscar award-winning uh, <laughs> you know, guest star count? Make sure he counts to 10. Give him plenty of screen time. Oh, what? Sure <laughs> to who? He's like the owl from the Tootsie Pop commercial. He is. Yeah. Let's make sure we see like everybody like put their in each individual nail into this mm-hmm. chest mm-hmm. before we get to the ta- counting cuz we really got to kill for time here. <laughs> yes. Uh, we we need to fill 22 minutes. Let's go. Uh so the trunk is shaking. The trunk keeps shaking. It counts to 10. Nothing happens. The trunk just keeps shaking. Lily doesn't like it one bit. Then the owner says, "We seem to have run into some difficulties." Bring on the girls. <laughs> and then the girls come <laughs> dancing out. Do, 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 and, everybody, and everybody starts clapping. They're like, yeah, that's what we're here in the first place. We don't give a shit about this old man and his magic. <laughs> uh, so, but my, I think I really enjoyed this visual of the kick line dancing and the trunk still shaking in the background of grandpa <laughs> struggling. Yeah, you hear a little grunting every now and then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a nice visual. That was actually pretty funny because yeah. it's like he's the no one cares. He's just gonna sit there and struggle. <laughs> the girls are gonna dance. People are clapping. <laughs> he could be dying. For he all could be dead know. in there. We don't know. <laughs> well, he is dead in there. Oh, oh good point. Oh boy. So Don't now here comes one of the worst jokes of the entire episode. <laughs> the woman Dark. sitting next to Lily goes, I love your ring. Rhinestone? No. no. Tombstone. Uh, what the ew. fuck? If you look at someone's <laughs> ring, you you would not mistake a tombstone, which is made of granite usually, for a rhinestone. That right, rhinestones yeah. are yeah. sparkly and <laughs> like pseudo diamonds, right? No, tombstone, tombstone. is basically like a cement block. Yeah, yeah, it's really like that would be a horrible piece of jewelry to wear. What like. a shitty, shitty <laughs> joke! Like, of like they wrote. You know what they could have done and made this episode really good when they was like, "Bring on the girls," and then they rolled the credits right there. <laughs> Like that the is credit- where the episode should have ended. <laughs> the credits just roll over, like like it slowly zooms in the box, shaking, yep. like <laughs> just shaking and shaking, and then that's it. And then so, you go to the next episode. I'm like, well, Grandpa's dead. So back in the <laughs> obviously, I think like nowadays, like you know, because the people that are in the show a lot of times get more involved with writing. 
mm-hmm. uh, as well. And and I'm guessing a lot of the uh, you know actors and actresses, etc., probably also have a little more power to where they can make some suggestions. Maybe they do some ad libs. They do little punch ups on their own or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I Lily's got to read that. You know, Yvonne DiCarlo has got to read that and be like, "You want me to say what?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the tombstone like, joke. Yeah, like <sighs> no like, tombstone. Yeah. She'll read what's on this page. You know, she's a professional, mm-hmm. high quality yeah. actor coming into yep. this brand of humor. She's a professional, damn it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but during like during like you know like the table read of it, she's got to be like, huh. okay, you think they did it. table oh. reads? I'm just I'm just imagining her first time looking at this, going, all right, all right. Oh, well, I'm right. sure she called her manager. Oh, it's be like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what am I saying? Like, why am I saying the dumbest thing possible in this episode when there's a lot of dumb stuff going on? Yeah, this she horrible, horrible joke. Undoubtedly, the two worst lines in the episode. One is mm-hmm. now, and one will be coming up. Yeah, at the very end. Uh, so Lily is worried that Grandpa is going to suffocate, and Herman. I'm going to get him out of there if it's the last thing he does. Herman pounds a table and a bowl of popcorn inexplicably shoots straight up into the sky. Yep. Popcorn falls down. Herman's like, oh, popcorn. So Herman <laughs> goes up on stage. And the people are like, what the heck is that? <laughs> Nobody cares. They're just like, weird. And people are like, it's part of the act. It must be part of the act. Blah, blah, blah. Is that already got a weird old guy who looks like a penguin? <laughs> yep. Locking himself in a box with dancers. So obviously this makes perfect sense. <laughs> it makes sense. This part of the act, this giant Frankenstein monster looking motherfucker is gonna walk up on stage <laughs> out of the crowd. Makes sense. And then mm-hmm. Herman rips the chains off. He pulls them apart, like snaps mm-hmm. them with his hands. And then he pulls the nails out, which is <laughs> quite the feat because they're in their flush. <clears throat> so he must have like long fingernails. Okay, like, now when he does that, we get a look at his hands. Mm-hmm. A, there's no hair. There's no uh, hair. And, and B, they and, look very rubbery. And well, everything <laughs> is drawn on. <laughs> yeah. The scar around his wrist, it looks like a magic marker. Yep, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, those it, scars always look kind of iffy, I think. Yeah. yeah. But when you get the close up, there's there's no hair. Good call. Oh, no, yeah. The, the the scars are there because he shaved all his hair off. Yeah. Oh, that's and that then could be. Yeah. drew them on with a magic marker. Uh, <laughs> so he rips off the chains, pulls out the nails. He lifts open the lid. Grandpa is pissed. I'm doing magic here. And Herman says, he says to Herman, I'd rather do it, in, you know, do this myself. So or he closes it. And then Herman's like, I guess he wants to do it on his own. And the club owner's like, oh, that was an amazing display of strength. Mm-hmm. Now let's check on the count. Uh, okay. So he opens the lid, and Grandpa turned into that dog. It looked Wait, to me like it was a di- is it, no, it was a different dog. Well, it looked it looked like a coyote. Yeah, it's it's something. It's not the black dog they changed into no. before. It's okay. he was something like else, a but German Shepherd the first time. This one looks like a deranged street <laughs> <Yes>. dog. <laughs> Mangy. He's like. Arr. And then Lily says, what a ham. And then so is, the this owner, is part of the act. This was intentional. Yeah. Then owner drops the lid and then opens it back up for some reason. And it's grandpa. Yay. Everyone loves grandpa's act. It's Everyone fantastic. It. People are going bonkers. So we cut to backstage. 
Grandpa's getting offers to work for the rest of his life. We'll take you on the road. All you got to do is turn to a dog. Why do you do that in the first place? He's trying to light flowers on fire and shit. Uh, just turn to a dog <laughs> and then turn back, right? Oh, That's yeah. remarkable in its own right. That's enough for me, yeah. Yeah, I'd people would line up to see that. See the man that turns into a but, dog. By the way, when Herman sees that other dog earlier, uh-huh. if he would have talked, if he would have looked at him and been like, Grandpa, is that you? And then yeah, the dog takes that would have made sense. That would have been funny. That would have been more yeah. fun. Yeah, something but it different. Wasn't. Except the dog just ran away yeah. scared. It's not too late. We can start sending these ideas to Rob Zombie. Maybe he'll throw them <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Rob knows. So, anyway, Grandpa's getting all these offers. People, He's going to be set for life. Then Lily is standing there, and it's like, we've lost Grandpa for good. And Grandpa overheard that, right? And so he passes on the offer to work because he has another booking. This one with my family. Uh, no, really, Grandpa. You could actually join show business, and you don't have to come back. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. His daughter cries a bit for him, and he's like, that's what I was looking for. Yep. <laughs> if you would have cried 30 minutes ago, we could have saved all of this. Yeah. yeah. Your grandson, your grandson freaked out about the fact you were leaving. Mm-hmm. Dad couldn't do it for you. No. Mm-hmm. But Pop, showbiz needs performers like you. And Grandpa's <laughs> like, I know. But I found out that I need my family more than showbiz needs me. Uh. And he says it. I know, but I found that I my fan. He's like undulating <laughs> his speech. The family needs more than me, with eyebrows bouncing, but less like the count and more like harmonious. Uh, yeah. Singing. Do you th- do you think he's trying to emulate like not? Your impression made me think of this: the Bella Lugosi. Like, yeah. Dracula? When I was saying it, it sounded like the Dracula talk, but it isn't the, yeah. the Dracula talk. <laughs> it's not a it's... good impression if he's doing it. Your impression of Dracula was much better. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa's just like my name's Grandpa, and I talk like this. Um, <laughs> so Grandpa goes with Herman and Lily, and they <clears throat> leave. Now, I, as I'm watching this. I'm like, here is a dressing room filled with club owner, lots of dancers, and grandpa. And there's Herman, a seven-foot-tall Frankenstein monster with red eyes and hairy-ass hands in some (laughs) scenes, standing there in the doorway, and no one is phased. Not a soul. (laughs) No. No one says, oh, my God. Nobody's glasses break. Nobody's ties shoot out. Pigtails do not stand on an end. Nothing happens. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, maybe the that's like the that maybe that's what's so horrifying about Herman is like this aura of madness, cosmic madness that surrounds cosmic him. Madness. Like melting things, changing reality. Like you don't know when it's gonna kick in. Like it'll yeah. just happen, and then there's utter chaos. Yep. And Grandpa's just like, well, that's my family. They need me more than showbiz needs me. So he leaves with them. And then the club owner goes, now there's a real showbiz family for you. They even go home with their makeup on. <laughs> Now, listen, this is a great ending joke. This would be perfect yes. to end on. Yes. Also, also, by the way, Grandpa's always trying to make money. Mm-hmm. He's about to be offered a huge contract <laughs> to do this, and he decides to just go back home. Mm-hmm. Can't he at least just work at the club at nights? Yeah. like Yeah. You'd think people would line up to see the amazing old kooky man that turns into a dog. <laughs> and you can book it there. Put that in the paper. See oh, the yeah. count turn into animals. And then they, they almost nail it with a zinger, but then the scene just keeps yes. going. Then, like well, then we probably go to commercial. 
Yep. And then they do, back. they do fade out. And I'm like, oh, awesome. That's it. Nope. They wrapped it up. Yep. No, they nothing that it. tidy, fool. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they come back and it's Christmas. Who knew this mystery, the mystery holiday is upon us. The one that Lily was afraid he wouldn't be home for. <laughs> okay. And they- now I still, until you mentioned it, did not think it was Christmas. Yep. It's I Christmas. thought, I thought that they were like, oh, welcome back, grandpa. We are Here's giving presents. you presents. Yes, we, we're like, oh, man, we missed you. We really f- realized that we need to, like, show appreciation more and that they were all giving him presents. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Never it's once Christmas. did Christmas, did it cross my mind ever that it's Christmas? Because outside of her saying of the upcoming holiday thing and seeing when this actually aired, never once does anybody say anything about Christmas. You don't nope. see anything in the newspaper nope. about it being Christmas. Nothing. Nope. There's yeah. no Christmas decorations anywhere. There's no holly jelly. There's no lights. There's no trees. There's no Santa Clauses. <laughs> no one says there's Happy no commercial. Holidays. There's no commercial to come on and tell you about how you're missing your meal. Nope. Uh, you know, yeah. Things like that. If, afraid your family member will miss Christmas with you this year. <laughs> Rent they really should have played that. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing that says Christmas. God, that would be a great recurring act, too, if they would have put that in someplace where it's the same guy mm-hmm. and he's like afraid your family member would be missing Christmas this year. <laughs> and then, you know, that's when they decided to rush out and go spicy uh, stuffing, tangy cranberry mm-hmm. sauce. Yeah. Yep. No one no one knows it's Christmas until the end. They said holidays one time and that's it. And not it has to be December or 20. anything either. Yeah. Not, yeah. There's no vibes of it's winter. Not at all. Nope. It's, They're in California. Uh, but That's still, true. there isn't That's like true. a Christmas tree anywhere. There isn't any decorations or mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Grandpa's not going around like pretending to be a mall Santa or something. That might have been fun. No, oh, that would have been awesome. Herman as the mall Santa. <laughs> that, that's a Christmas episode. <laughs> that's got to happen at some point, right? Like, I don't think it does. There's only one season, more year se- of this. Season two. Yeah. We, <sighs> we can hold out hope. We'll see. So they come back. It's Christmas. Herman apologizes if you ruined Grandpa's act. Sorry, I ruined your act. I was just trying to be helpful. Grandpa's like, it shows your heart was in the right place. Eyebrows and undulating speech. And then Herman. And then this could have been the end of joke. Oh, uh oh, always has been. And he's patting his chest. Oh, yeah, that's true. No. Lily says, Grandpa, are you sure you could have gotten out of the trunk all by yourself? Of course, Lily. I was only toying with the audience. Of course, Lily. I was only toying. And then it's so great to be back with my family at this time of year. Then Lily brings in a dessert. Oh, my favorite plum pudding (laughs) with brandy sauce. And then here's a chance. Herman goes, let me light it for you. And he pulls out that big fucking lighter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have it written here. And he pulls out the giant fucking lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well do it again, right? Yeah. They're like, can end it there? No. Grandpa says, slow your roll, homeboy. <laughs> I got this. And he flicks his thumb and it lights on fire. He lights the yep. pudding. Could end it there. No. It just Clock comes going. out and says, Grandpa forevermore. Grandpa forevermore. Uh, could end, I it there. end it there. No. Please. They oh. all laugh. And then Lily says, that's my dad. Credits. <laughs> oh, God. There's so many chances to end it. Also, if he needed going. to light those like flowers on fire to like, get him to be Just light off your rocket. Fucking thumb. Yes, exactly. You did it. Just 
do that. <laughs> you know what? If you went out and said, watch us, everybody, and let your thumb on fire, yeah. like, whoa, good trick. That's good Watch us, everybody, me. turn into a dog. People <laughs> be like, whoa, good trick. Watch us, yeah. everybody, turn into smoke in a bat. Whoa, yeah. good trick. Nope, he's trying to lock himself in a box. <laughs> watch this. I'm going to escape this box somehow. <sighs> the, the, great, the greatest trick he's ever going to pull is uh, closing out on a great Convincing joke. Convincing us they never existed. He's no, the clo- devil. Closing... <laughs> I'm in the bad place and you're the devil. No, no, no. The devil's the one who owns their house and everything. We've already mm-hmm, that's that's well right. established there. But uh, no, his greatest uh, accomplishment will be when he gets these shows to end on the right joke. Jesus Christ. They had six seven opportunities they could have ended this episode <laughs> and they didn't yep <sighs> and you know that's not the only disappointment at the end here because finally the person we've been hyping up this whole episode waiting it's to just, arrive Marilyn is standing there at profile yep. and never says a word yeah <laughs> I forgot about that Marilyn finally shows up yeah. and she's in the last scene it's Christmas and just stands there at profile the grand reveal of the new actress so, that plays Marilyn. Mm-hmm. So one, I I kind of really wish that Sleeping Cutie was like Beverly Owens' last episode, like that she was on. I wish they would have done that order because mm-hmm. she plays like that big role in there. And then like at you know at the end she's gonna leave with the prince and stuff like that. And then like why not start off with an episode that at least has Pat Priest like you know flexing her acting <laughs> skills and doing stuff and showing your interaction with people like so that when audiences are like what the hell's going on here you know oh they put somebody new in boo and then she can show like look how great i am at this i almost think that they shot the first three acts without having a maryland mm, mm-hmm. i think you're and right yeah then they finally had a Marilyn, so they shot that that close, right, and tacked it on, and yeah. then shot the uh, the the opening. Yeah, like it, it feels like, like they had, they didn't know what to do. Like Pat, like Beverly Owen leaving might have been a surprise. They're like, well, what do we do now? Well, we got to figure something out. Yeah, and I think that's maybe that's why this episode feels so like jumbled and a bunch of weird things in there well like, uh... there's lots of reasons this episode feels jumbled <laughs> it's just a shitty shitty idea because yeah. they did the same thing last week if it wasn't True. the exact same thing from the previous episode it might have been okay well gentlemen that was <laughs> season one episode 14 grandpa leaves the aptly titled grandpa leaves home what did you think Oh boy. Um that there's not much going on. Like it's it's all the worst things. Like grandpa's being an ass. Um Lily's not good in here. We're like there's a lot of episodes where she like really shines. And in this one she doesn't. She gets like the like the really lame jokes. There's two worst lines. You don't get Beverly. No. Uh or I mean I Pepper's giving her like big opening uh to this. Um, Herman's not too bad. I actually kind of like him. Herman a bit. was the one redeeming thing in this episode, I think. Yeah, and Maybe you get a lot. Eddie. You get a lot of Eddie time as mm-hmm. well. But but look, Eddie only needs to like laugh creepily at people and will <laughs> easily steal everything from. And that's all he has to do. Um, so maybe it was too much Eddie at this point. But uh, yeah, 
just this episode does not sit well with me. No. What about you, Terry? Uh, you know, like, you know, it's fun to rag on these, but for the most part, I've been pretty like, yeah, these are fine. You know, mm-hmm. these, I don't want to hate them. Like, but this one was just bad. Like, mm-hmm. I don't hate it either, I guess, but I just did not like it one. Not much. I There's a couple things. Like, Herman, I thought was fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Eddie had, like, the funniest part where he comes and repeats Grandpa's little joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one was a drag. I, I, there's just so much. You know, Grandpa leaves home and stay out. That's what I say. Let's get this guy out of here. I'm tired of seeing this guy leave and you have to hunt him down because, uh, it's ridiculous. It's tiring. It really is. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same stuff every week. It really is. It has been... We're on 14 episodes, and 70, 80% has been the same stuff over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a shame. Like, So, yeah, and the whole Maryland thing was kind of annoying because I was pretty excited just to see what Pat Priest would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as soon as they were like, oh, Marilyn, she's not, she's so uh, sad that she's just going to stay in her room the whole time. I like let out a loud sigh, and I was like, she's not showing up in this at all, is nope. she? <laughs> I did too. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> but yeah, not so good. This one's probably the worst we've seen so far. This is my least favorite episode so it, far. It may not be my least favorite. Uh, it's definitely near the bottom, but it's also the last couple have not been horrible, horrible. Like they've no. been, they've had bits to them that, that were at least enjoyable. And this one is just like through the whole thing. It's like, okay. Like, this, yeah. Usually when I'm like, well, it gets a seven point whatever, and it feels high. This one is a seven point one, and it feels like four too high. Right? <laughs> this is like a three star episode. This is to me, this is like the dregs because the previous episode was the same, like literally the same thing, mm-hmm. and it, it feels like they took. They're just like, well, we got these extra jokes from previous week. Let's use them. Let's write a script around them. And those jokes were the dog running away and the guy in the car. That was yep. it. Not that great. Yeah. The no. reason they weren't included in the final. How yeah. can you not have another idea locked and loaded? Unless yeah. this was some weird episode that they recorded really early. No, because uh-huh. they had the holiday stuff in there. No. No, they no, maybe that like maybe they had to just piece something together because Beverly Owen leaves yeah. and like like Maybe. just kind of abruptly and they it's had like to like hurry up and do something. Yeah, come I feel on. like that's why. I bet you if you gave us four or five hours, we can come up with an idea better than this <laughs> and write most of the script. Like yeah. there's no way they it, it's not like a Saturday Night Live where they started writing on Wednesday and shot on Saturday. It just mm. isn't. This isn't South Park. They 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 had time to come up with this idea <laughs> and this is what they had. Yep. It's a shame. Real shame. It is a shame. This episode is my least favorite. I did enjoy a few moments, though. Yeah. I enjoyed Herman and Lily on the town, dressed up, dressed the mm-hmm. nines, and going to the going to the the club. I like that. Uh, and and I I kind of liked Herman's like man, it's just Grandpa being Grandpa. Let him be. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond that, though, man, it was tough. It was a real tough watch. Yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well, what would have broke the babysitter? Oh, right. Hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, For me, I think um, when Grandpa comes down and he goes, okay, I'm leaving, and nobody answers him, 
Mm-hmm. So he walks over the door. He opens the door, makes some fake steps, and then closes it. <laughs> and they look back at Herman and Lily, and Lily seems to be worried. And Herman just goes like, eh, "Just mm-hmm. wait for it." And and then you know, and then Grandpa comes stopping in. I think it breaks the babysitter that Grandpa thought anybody would fall for the other trick. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one's that stupid. Yeah, you mm-hmm. dumb old man. <laughs> I think, you know, I think the babysitter's been chatting with Herman, like, about this whole grandpa situation, about him mm. always trying to walk out, you know, threatening to leave, you know. I don't get my way, so I get to leave, you know, throwing tantrums and stuff like that. And the babysitter's like, just let him leave. That's fine. Like, you'll probably be happier without him, you know, and go always go visit, but maybe he, it's time to get to his own place. Mm-hmm. And so Herman's following the advice throughout the entire episode, you know, Lily's still worried, blah, blah, blah. And then when they finally bring him back and everybody's just gushing about how great grandpa is, I think that she just starts pulling out her hair. It's like, no, no, he's going to just do this again. I guarantee we'll have another episode where grandpa runs away and they have to go find him. Like, yeah, I think that's, I'm sure there will be, it just feels like it's, it's, it's their go-to. They have a bunch of like post-it notes stuck on the wall, like (laughs) with ideas and six of them, six of the 10 are grandpa leaves the house. Mm -hmm. I think the babysitter breaks early, real early. Her and Herman are like they're in a book club and they're just sitting there reading comfortably. <laughs> the grandpa comes in and opens the window and starts crackling the paper and cracking his knuckles. Then the lady starts filing her nails. She's like, Jesus Christ, enough. That's it. Like all the noise, the company just like breaks the babysitter. She's like, you, you people are so obnoxious. And she slams her copy of the the uh, 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 the murders in the room morgue down. She's like, I'm sorry, Herman. We'll have to do something tonight. And she just leaves. That's And then never comes back. I like to imagine that she's just off screen like yep. doing that. And we don't see the camera just never pans over and sees her. Yep. They're a book club. Oh, right. What an adventure Grandpa Leaves Home was. What an adventure. Yeah. Full of holidays and magic. Mm, and the two yeah. were not related. I'm not feeling any holiday cheer at the moment. No. In fact, I hate Christmas now. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's been a longtime Christmas lover, and now long because time of this lover is, of Christmas. I'm Truth. Done. Now, loaded. Loaded. <laughs> I also hate magic now. Uh, I threw away all of my trick decks and two-sided coins. Hmm, did you um, throw away the like? I'm on the straight box. And narrow now. The box that you go and climb in to escape from later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no more song people in half for me. Oh, oh well, kids, your kids are probably disappointed about that one. That's, yeah, they said that's their favorite of your. Well, hey, hey, I think they were getting tired of me going doing school presentations. Yeah, <laughs> just showing up every once in a while. Here's local magician Derek. Hey, kids, who likes magic? No one. <laughs> Dad, I said pick me up at the corner. Yeah. Anybody ever want to see your teacher get sawed in half? <laughs> no. Go away. Just showing up in your yeah, clothes. We want to go hat. do our math test. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't, kids. Nothing up my sleeve except a bunch <laughs> of silk cloths. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Keith. Yeah. What you got for the people? Ah, uh, well, uh, Pop up film cast. We kicked off our uh, summer tour, um, and film after cast. one after one week, we took another week off. <laughs> Did um, we really? I was, yeah, I was well, refreshing I just, the feed, and it never popped up. I I kind of lost track of time over the long weekend of uh, the long holiday weekend, and um, 
because the holiday I, I didn't know until the very end of it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they uh, you know we'll be back again. Uh, you know these weeks uh, we got a nice little run going for uh, the summer. Uh, you can also go back and check out the back catalog, not only of pop up filmcast, but also that was great, wasn't it? It was. And uh, yeah, I mean that's what we got. Nice. What about yourself, yeah. Terry? Oh, I do another podcast, Run the Real. Uh, we just talk about movies. You know, we pick like a category or something. Right now, we're doing a like a director series on Paul Thomas Anderson. I think mm-hmm. we're getting pretty close to being done. If I had to estimate what episode was coming out next, it might just be. Mm, there will be blood maybe is the next one i think so there will be blood if not that it's probably some other paul thomas anderson movie but it's been pretty fun some other one check it out if you're interested awesome i love paul thomas anderson movies for the most part i think uh magnolia was the most tedious one for Mm, me i haven't seen that one yet He's a guy I just kind of like skipped out on. I hadn't really seen any of his movies yeah. at all until we'd started doing the series. Like Magnolia has some really good moments in it, mm-hmm. but That's it's the, like uh, twenty nine hours long. Tom Cruise in that? Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise plays a motivational speaker with daddy issues, um, frogs and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil it for Terry. Yeah, I'll probably watch it eventually. My favorite so far has been uh, Punch Drunk Love. I like that. Yeah, one that was best. good. Uh, the Sandman. Yep. I've not seen any of these. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, that's all right. I had neither until recently. So, <laughs> Boogie Nights. Did you guys do Boogie Nights? I, yeah, uh, we will get to Boogie Nights soon, and I Boogie like that. Nights that's my second good. favorite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there will there will be blood. Is real good too. Yep, I like that as well. Uh, yeah. I've seen the, I've seen Boogie Nights. I've seen there will be blood. I have not seen um, many of his other movies. Yeah, The Master. I think we did that. Inherent Vice. We've done that one. Yeah, there's lots. Pretty of good. Them. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I've seen Inherent Vice. Who's in that one? Oh, it's Josh uh, Brolin. Yep, he's in there, and it's uh, the guy who played the Joker in that recent Joker movie. What's his name? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. He's oh, the main guy. Yeah. And he's then like a detective in the seventies. The other like Joker a hippie detective. Did like oh, Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> not him. He's not in it. And then, for me, I got nothing. But you know what? I forgot to do. Mm, I oh. forgot to play a clip. Oh. Yeah, we need to do that. So you know what we're going to do? Close us out on? We're going to close out on a clip. Ooh, okay. So be prepared to laugh your ass off, everyone. Grandpa'll suffocate if he doesn't get out of there. Herman, do something. I'm going to. I'm going to look. Even if he gets mad at me, I'm going to get him out of there. If it's the last thing I do. Popcorn to the sky. That gets a really big laugh. Come on, uh, Herman. Uh, excuse me. Uh, may I? What the heck is that? Must, Must be, be part, part of, of the, the act. act. Boy, what a makeup job. I like that. <laughs> oh, so that's the gimmick. Go ahead. <laughs> Herman whips up the jeans, pulls out the nails, <laughs> opens it up, and Grandpa says. It's always hunting season. Oh, yeah. That was good. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vickroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. 
And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullen. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.